Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 84 of Be With Me. And today's thought is that things go bad in Nazareth. That's kind of my title. Well, how bad? Well, let me start with this. At the middle of today's story, uh, everybody in Nazareth, it says all who heard him, all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from his mouth. That's the good news. But by the end of the story, they wanted to literally throw him off a cliff. Now, I've been in Nazareth uh, a number of years ago, and I remember they don't know exactly which cliff they tried to throw Jesus off of, but they speculated that they kind of found the biggest and the steepest one, and then they took us there as, as tour people. And they said, "This we don't know this, but this is you know, like the cliff that Jesus could have been thrown off. They didn't say it definitively. And my thought was, this is not a steep enough cliff to kill you. Now, it's steep enough to like fatally injure you. And so that if they did throw you off, you would be lying there in a broken heap with a number of, of, you know, severe fatal injuries. But I don't think you'd be dead. So that's how bad that this went that it started with rainbows and puppies and ends with a fatal injury that you'd have to suffer after you got thrown off the, the cliff before you would finally die. That's how bad things go. So let's listen to the story. This is from Luke chapter 8. Uh, and I'll start in, in verse 14 because uh, we're going to go from a general area, Galilee, and then we're going to go to his hometown in Nazareth. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. That's a general area in the north of Israel. And a report about him went out through the all the surrounding country. That's going to get Jesus in trouble here in a little bit. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So very happy situation. And he's preaching in multiple synagogues, and word is getting out, and then he goes to his hometown, and this is where the trouble starts. Verse 16, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. And this is just one of the most incredible moments of Old Testament fulfillment that is in the entire Bible. Verse 17, and a scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. And then he quotes here from Isaiah. This is uh, Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from his mouth. So here, still all rainbows and puppies. I'm just going to pause. So the Old Testament is Christocentric. It points to Jesus. It explains Jesus. It sets up 
the New Testament, it describes the character of the Godhead. And then here we have a direct pointing to Jesus in Isaiah, which he claims for himself at this moment. And he says, this scripture has been fulfilled. This scripture is actually about me. And what what is it? He's saying, I heal, I forgive, I unblind people, I set people free, I unoppress people, I give favor, and I answer prophecy, and I am greater than Isaiah. I mean, this is just a mega moment for the Nazareans are privileged to hear to hear this claim that Jesus makes. Okay, so let's get to the bad news. So we end, I paused there a second, and all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from them, from his mouth. And then here's where it goes bad. And they said, is this not Joseph's son? And I think what they're saying here is that, hey, we deserve something here. You owe this to us. And it's a test of Jesus. We And here in, uh, in the next verse, Jesus says, and he said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. And then they say, What we have heard you did at Capernaum, where God, where he did mighty works, do here in your hometown as well. And he said, Truly I say to you, and this is a prophecy that Jesus gives, no prophet is acceptable in his hometown. How do you know that? Because they're going to try to throw him off a cliff here in just a minute. So we have this great uh, Old Testament verse. It's pointing to Jesus. Jesus makes all these claims, and then kind of the bad news starts where he says, hey, I think what they're saying is you owe this to us. You need to do better than you did in Capernaum, local town, which we heard of, and you did mighty works there. We know that. And we want you to do this. In fact, we kind of demand it, like putting God in the box, do what I want, or we'll eject you, do what we want, or we will eventually, we'll we'll kill you. And revelation here has consequences. It has opportunities, but but rejection and doubt and and sort of the offense of the gospel can lead people to do sort of of like violent response, or we can receive and we can uh, repent. So what started out as an opportunity, kind of in, in, I think, in the people's minds of Nazareth, was, hey, you owe this to us. You're native son to us. You're Joseph's, you know, you're Joseph's kid. You owe this to us. So I think if, if Nazareth could do this again, rather than try to throw Jesus off a, off a cliff, rather than being jealous of Capernaum, rather than being envious of what he has done elsewhere, and rather than being entitled, I would hope they would be humble and just stick with marveling, go with marveling, go with speaking well of Jesus, and maybe be a little bit more receptive and humbling, humble of themselves. Well, we'll find out about the bad, the really bad part about why they want to throw him off the cliff. It's not even over Stick around. We'll see you tomorrow.